Hi everyone, and welcome to Simple Social Sciences. In today's episode of Simple Sociology, we are going to take a look at couples and the division of labour as part of our paper two studies for families and households. By the end of this session, you should be able to describe the patterns of the gendered division of labour, explain the arguments for these differences, and you should be able to discuss the distribution of power in relationships. The division of labour can be defined as the roles that each person in a couple plays in relation to housework, paid work and childcare. So the key argument taking place in this topic is around questioning whether roles and relationships are more equal in the family in society today. When we use the term roles, we are describing who does what around the house. For instance, who does the washing up, who takes out the rubbish, who does the repairs and so on. This topic will predominantly focus on heterosexual relationships, but we will also explore the division of labour in lesbian relationships too. Before we start, I just want you to take the next 30 seconds or so to think about how we might measure whether couples are becoming more equal or not in society today. When studying this topic, sociologists are keen to uncover whether there has been a decline in traditional gender roles or whether traditional patterns of housework and paid work persist. When we discuss traditional gender roles, we are referring to the man and the woman in that relationship having segregated conjugal roles. This means that their roles are separate, with the male usually undertaking paid work and females taking on the role of the housewife. So there are a range of different arguments that we need to consider, and these are the three that we will be looking at in today's video. The March of Progress sociologists, such as Young and Wilmot and liberal feminists, argue that things in the family are improving with men and women sharing roles equally within the family, making things more symmetrical. On the other hand, functionalists maintain that there isn't equality, nor should there be, as men and women are biologically more suited to different roles. And radical feminists assert that things are not equal because they see men as the enemy, and the only way for women to better their position in society is to stay separate from men. Functionalist sociologists such as Parsons, take a consensus approach to the family, seeing it as a key institution for socialising children into the norms and values of a society. Socialisation then refers to the process of learning the norms and values of a society, also known as the unspoken rules of behaviour needed for social cooperation. For example, learning manners, rules about privacy and how to speak to strangers are all norms that we learn in the family. Functionalists argue that this learning leads to the value consensus or agreement that we achieve in society. Because of this, functionalists believe that the male in the family should be the breadwinner, meaning that he goes to work to support the family financially, whilst the female is expected to take on the expressive role of being a housewife who takes care and looks after the children. They believe that men and women have distinct and separate roles that are based on biological differences with men naturally suited to the instrumental role of being the breadwinner and women more naturally suited to the caregiving expressive role. Because they take a consensus approach, functionalists focus on the positive side of the family. This ignores the family as a source of conflict or oppression for some, particularly for feminists who argue that the division of labour is not equal as women do significantly more than men. 
The focus on biology as an explanation for gender differences also contradicts sociological theories of socialization. Young and Wilmot disagree with this view, taking a different approach. They argue that the family is becoming more symmetrical with women doing more paid work and men doing more housework. They use the word symmetry to highlight the idea that things are beginning to look the same on each half of the couple. So, rather than couples having segregated conjugal roles like in the past, the symmetrical family is evidence to support the view that there are now joint conjugal roles where both people in the relationship take up housework, paid work, childcare, and the couple usually spends their leisure time together. This shows a trend towards more equality. A key argument put forward to support this idea is that housework has become commercialized. The mass production of household appliances, such as washing machines and vacuums, has made housework easier, meaning that men may be more inclined to participate. In the past, lots of these tasks would have been done manually, and this would have taken a lot of time, but now these house tasks are easier to complete and require a lot less effort. Women also have greater opportunities to access well-paid jobs and career paths and therefore can support or take on the financial role of the breadwinner. Again, reinforcing the idea that roles within the family are starting to look more symmetrical. In addition to this, the geographical mobility of couples moving around for work also means that partners may need to rely on each other for income and childcare rather than extended kin and relatives. Again, making it more symmetrical as each member of the partnership needs to rely on the other for childcare and financial support. Despite feminism generally arguing that women are oppressed in society, liberal feminists acknowledge the progress that has been made to better the position of women in society today. As a result of laws such as the Equal Pay Act and the Sex Discrimination Act, Women have now entered the workforce and can contribute significantly to household expenses. In turn, they argue that there's been an emergence of a new man, and this is a man who rejects traditional gender stereotypes and engages in traditionally feminine activities such as housework or being a stay-at-home husband. Liberal feminists maintain that women's progression through the glass ceiling has also granted women more independence because they no longer need to rely on men for money as they can achieve their own financial independence. The glass ceiling is a term that is used to refer to the idea that women can see the top positions in a company, but there is an invisible barrier of discrimination preventing them from achieving these top jobs. The idea of the new man supports the notion that roles in relationships are becoming more equal as men are undertaking tasks previously associated with women and women are now in the workforce and bringing an income into the family. We're going to have a look at a conflict approach now. So radical feminists take a conflict approach to studying the family and dispute what we have argued already by stating that men are the enemy and that roles and relationships will never be equal in heterosexual couples. Radical feminists argue that men benefit from women's sexual servitude and domestic labour and that they maintain their power through domestic violence or threat of it. 
This then means that radical feminists see the family as one of the key institutions in maintaining patriarchal oppression. As a solution for this problem, they advocate for political lesbianism and separatism. This refers to women remaining separate from men in order to escape the oppression of patriarchy. However, this notion is unlikely to work because it is quite impractical. So instead of things becoming more equal, as we have argued with much of progress views of the family, radical feminists argue that women now take on a bigger share of the roles in relationships. One way to describe this is the use of the term the dual burden, and this refers to women completing paid work, domestic work. Radical feminists also take this one step further by coining the term the triple shift, meaning paid work, domestic work and emotion work. So emotion work is usually done by the woman in the household and refers to the nurturing role of soothing the husband's stresses and seeing to the emotional needs of the children. So again, this supports the idea that roles are not becoming equal because in effect, they are arguing that women are just doing a bigger share overall. One of the biggest criticisms that radical feminists have faced is that their approach to solving the issue of patriarchy is unrealistic. Jenny Somerville argued that heterosexual attraction means that political lesbianism and separatism are unlikely to work as a solution for solving the issue of patriarchy. We're now going to take a look at the distribution of power in heterosexual couples. One of the core themes that we study in sociology is power and stratification. So when considering which person in the couple has more power, we can consider the following explanations. Sociologists have consistently found that the person that earns more in the couple tends to make the most important decisions, such as whether to move house and where to move. The person who earns less will generally make the less important decisions, such as what to have for dinner and where to go on holiday. Given that men typically earn more than women because of senior roles and because of the glass ceiling, as we discussed, this means that men are more likely to have the power in heterosexual relationships. This is also known as the material explanation, as it speaks to the idea that money is the cause of inequality in relationships and can be solved through equal pay. Returning to the theoretical perspective of radical feminism, they maintain that men use their power to threaten women into domestic servitude. Dobash and Dobash found that domestic violence is likely to occur in a relationship when a man feels like his authority is being challenged. So for example, if he is being asked why he is home late from work or why he wasn't home for dinner, may cause conflict within the family and also lead to domestic violence. It's important to note that the figures on domestic violence are changing. More women are being cited as the perpetrator in cases, more so than in the past. Sociologist Dune found that lesbian couples tend to be more equal due to a lack of gender scripts. So this means that there is an absence of traditional gender roles as both partners are the same gender. So we traditionally may assume that men would do certain types of housework and carry out paid work whilst women are housewives. In lesbian relationships, this is not the case. However, it has also been found that the person in a lesbian relationship that earns more will tend to have more power. We're going to check our understanding by taking a quick quiz. Question one, what does the term the division of labor refer to? 
The division of labour refers to the roles played by two people in a couple, specifically pertaining to housework, paid work and childcare. Question two, what do March of Progress sociologists argue about family life? March of Progress sociologists argue that family life is improving for all of its members. This is due to roles being shared more equally between two people in a relationship. Functionalists argue that there are separate roles. What do they argue that these differences are based on? Functionalists argue that men and women do not share equal roles in the family because these are based on biological differences with men suited to being the breadwinner and women suited to being the housewife. Liberal feminists argue that we are starting to see the emergence of a new man. What do they mean by this? The new man refers to a modern man who engages in traditionally feminine activities such as being a house husband. And for our last question, what is meant by the term triple shift? Radical feminists argue that women endure a triple shift where they have to do housework, paid work and childcare. So to summarise some of the things that we've looked at today, we know that functionalists argue that roles and relationships are not equal. They argue that the division of labour is based on biological differences, therefore things are not equal and they shouldn't be equal. Much of progress sociologists argue that the family and roles and relationships are kind of becoming more equal. There are signs of improvement, however, we still have a bit of a way to go. They argue that roles and relationships are not becoming equal in heterosexual couples and they will never be equal in heterosexual couples. They argue that women are merely taking on a bigger share of the work by enduring a triple shift and a dual burden. We have also looked at who has more power in relationships and how this contributes to the idea that roles and relationships are becoming more equal. What sociologists have consistently found is that the person who earns more in the relationship is likely to have more power. And this is the same of lesbian couples too.